Welcome everyone. You are listening to and perhaps watching Calling the Audible. I'm your on again, off again host, Peace Valerie's. Joining me is the no longer sick Iggy Magnus. And the super healthy, but slowly dying, Eagle at Master Control. Hi, Eagle. Am I really dying, though? I think we're all dying. Dude, dude all the sugar, man. It's a lot. You didn't yeah. bring me any. What, what, what were these, like, You smashed it. Dude, there was some left here, I guess, from last week. Yeah, you smashed it during the first show. Um, In my favorite expression, everybody dies. So... Is that the, the new YOLO? Is that the ego version of YOLO? Everyone dies? <laughs> Everyone <Yeah>. dies. <laughs> um, Prove me wrong. <laughs> the We're going to be making some changes to uh, media in the upcoming seasons. Okay. Starting yeah. off with a bang. Um, no, I'm not saying personnel. I'm saying an approach. <laughs> okay. I, thought you were, I'm not, I'm not I thought you were firing me that on the That would be an air. awesome segment. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, Get the fuck out! <laughs> <laughs> who, can we, who can we fire? I want to do this now. Pulling um, no. go, Ari Gold right here. Um, I want to change the approach a little bit. Um, I want to make it a little bit more modern, and um, I want to make it a little bit more consi- a little bit easier to to hit benchmarks and consistency because oh, we no. struggled. Oh no! Um, Don't do the day the day no, articles. No, 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 no. It's not that. <laughs> um, but. I think I think we're gonna start doing more and more uh, short-term content on Instagram and and quick uh, you know power rankings that kind of stuff and and that way the articles can ha- can serve somewhat of a different purpose. Well, um, let's pull back the curtain a little bit, right? Yeah. So, well, it, the reason I'm doing this is because um, as much as <laughs> as much as I get flack for being um, arrogant and condescending which i am um i'm also really open to suggestions and i do like to hear what other people say because i don't have all the answers and also i'm I 40 do. i don't always know what young people like so um <laughs> we we have a, an increasingly younger demographic and um i still consume me, um, media like an old person i still read the newspaper for example um uh, yeah i read three newspapers a day um, oh boy. Okay. It's just it's my thing. It's like how, it's how I like to get news. Right. Um. So, that said, I I would like to get people's input on how we can improve, how we can better cover the league. And look, some ideas are impractical and won't work. But like, I give you an idea. Um. I sat down with Chris Rive, had a couple beers, and we talked to he. Sorry, we didn't talk. He talked about doing the uh, mic'd up. The mic'd up. Yeah, it was awesome. And awesome. and. I was, I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. We should do it, and 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 like we started riffing on a whole bunch of other ideas that we're gonna look to to unveil as well. But like Chris is taking that thing, and it's the coolest thing we've ever done. Yeah, yeah and like really cool. we have, think about it. Like what we've done in terms of content, right? Like weekly podcasts, weekly YouTube show, weekly. Uh, we have now a much more engaging like uh, Instagram social, social media uh, type page. Um, for what we've done with the finals with live replays and coaching challenges and game of the week and we've done a lot as a media in FPF. Mm-hmm. Um I say we because it's a team and the the people listening to the show don't even realize how many people are involved with everything we do, yeah, right? The back the back end people. Exactly. And like we get all the credit of course by by being sort of the most uh, face, visible people. Um but you know, there are a lot of people who who help put the show together, the finals together and so on. Um but I thought and by people you mean me. No, but not just you. But you know, I was saying how we're not complete assholes. But you know, you're the exception. Um, so it's true. Like 
there are cameramen, for example, uh, at yeah. road shows that never get the credit they deserve. Yeah. They're, they're, they're it's tough standing like three, four hours and like trying to get the best angle, and you're yeah. not sure if you're seeing the perfect way to see the game. Like exactly. you're not, you're behind the camera literally. So it's a bit. I've done it once, and it was it was harder than than it looks. And like we know Chris Rive, but like and and James Andrea. We added the photos because I, I thought the photos were one of the coolest things we added to our articles, right? Because it, it breaks up the writing and makes it look more interesting, more engaging. Um, and like all that stuff really adds to it. And unless you're really inside the league, you don't necessarily know Chris, you don't necessarily know James, you don't necessarily know our camera people, you don't necessarily know uh, all of the people involved. And Jeremy, who, ma- who manages the Instagram, yeah. uh, it's our last show, so I kind of wanted to shout people out for the work they've done this I season. See that, yeah. um, but I do want to get people more involved. I do want to get more people from our community involved in the media as well. So if you're interested and if you have any, if you have ideas, I'm always down for a chat, for a drink, for a coffee. Uh, uh, honestly, one thing we do with FPF, we do like to joke around and Eagle does like to uh, play up his character a little bit, but we are really approachable and we are really uh, listening to concerns. <laughs> we want to make this league as good as possible. And above all, this community is a, this league is a community of players. Iggy to me is the greatest example of us turning to community and saying like we need we need fresh blood right and uh, we found someone who's really into the league and really loved it the same way we did another crazy person and so we brought him yeah. along board um, and in my opinion it's been one of the best hires we've had in years so um, you know after myself obviously but um, yeah the, all I have to say is that we're, we're looking to do more I want to do more in French as well um, I want to get more women's voices involved for co-ed and women's um it's the coolest thing like having played co-ed this year uh i'm not immune to seeing morons on on comments and you know for the wnba and criticizing wnba and stuff and and we don't have that really with our women's league and with with our co-ed league it's they're respected by our community and that to me is it's the coolest thing it's what sports should be it should bring people together it shouldn't divide people and flag plus has always done that so um i'm really i'm really uh excited to see where this can go and i really want to hear input i really want to see what we can do next and for those of you who have previously auditioned or trialed or attempted a a job here in our media team and realized holy crap it takes me four to eight hours to write an article it's not worth the fee um these are some of the concerns we're trying to address in this new media approach because not everyone is peas who uses this as a creative outlet on his sunday mornings essentially to try and release what I'll call his, uh, what is it, Michelangelo tensions type of thing? Is that a nice way to put it? I was going to say incredible thoughts. I like that better. I was trying to be more dramatic. I-Y-K-Y-K. Um, but <laughs> and the long-form articles will form. remain. That's part of what we want to do, but we, we want to incorporate some, some shorter, quicker media as well. So that way we can alleviate some of the pressure from the writers so they can deliver better, uh, and more interesting, more, more uh, detailed content. Uh, we want to get some more freelance work. We want to get people. We want to get the community involved. Yeah, I was going to say I, that's probably the biggest thing that we've always struggled with is involving community members as part of our content. Because I mean, even from your perspective as a community member, it's a time investment, right? Whether yeah. we're doing a call in on the show, you have to be available at a certain time for us to reach out to. If we're at a field, we're taking up time when you maybe want to go home or get a drink with your buddies and everything. Um, if you're coming, we used to do a big production for finals, right? We used to do the the media packages, which is awesome to create. But also, if you have to drive half an hour to stand around for an hour to be interviewed for two minutes to end up in a 
10 second clip and then it, and it, then some of us don't take it seriously and treat it like a japanese game show yeah exactly yeah. like I, we can understand why like that's a huge investment for you for like a little piece of content so we're trying to make it such that you can get involved in yeah. things so we're not just looking at stat sheets and box scores and actually get true feedback from our community and some of the and things we, we've we, done this year on instagram is a reflection of that and that's our kind of direction moving forward yeah we, we want obviously the, the instagram stuff like look if you have footage you want to send to us for us to post and share it with a larger uh, group great. of people obviously we love that it's content for us and Tag us in it for sure but for people who want to make an actual investment and in, in helping with some freelance stuff uh, don't worry uh, we're not Elon Musk we're not going to charge you $8 to create content we're going to pay you to create content um, I saw that snarky smile uh, 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 Iggy I saw it I caught it for the, 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 the video <laughs> audience saw it don't worry uh, but yeah so all that to say uh, I want to thank everyone who's been involved who are not the, the faces of the league like we are uh, who are behind the scenes who make everything work Duke, the graphics, right? Like yeah. This show is really is gonna be really heavy on graphics, yeah. and and he had to put all that together last minute. And um, I I know him personally, and I know how much work he does outside of FPF. So it's amazing that he takes time away from paying work to do work that doesn't pay as much, but that he loves, right? So yeah. uh, it's really a work uh, a work of passion for us. And um, I just I wanted to, to draw attention to that at the same time, talk about the direction we want to go to, and also. Um, Sort of put out notice for those people who enjoy the content who say, I can do a better job than Pizza Niggy. Thank you. Please come on down. We want to involve you. Um, a couple of people have already reached out just organically, and I'd love that. I'd love to get more people involved. Give me a name. Uh, Tyler Gerberg. Oh, shit. Nice. Off the top of my head. There's been more, but Tyler Gerberg is the first one that came to my head. Nice. Um, dude's really interested. Or, or um, the dude who did the finals with me, uh, Noah. Yes. Last year. Yeah. He did a great job. Mendelssohn. Mendelssohn, that's yeah. it. Yeah. I didn't want to get his name wrong. Yeah. So thank you, uh, thank yeah. you, Iggy, for uh, helping uh, helping out the old man with CTE. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so uh, yeah, please reach out. Please reach out any way you can find any of us. If you see us at the field, you hit us up on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I I try to I try to answer all of my messages within 24 hours. Iggy knows even after we hang out. If I didn't see his message. He'll have me he'll have messaged me. I'm here, and then like three o'clock in the morning when I get home, be like, "I'm here, cool, bro. Too. I saw you." <laughs> Thanks, and I know man. I know I'm late for an answering peas when I get a follow up of my dude question yeah. mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need the answer immediately. Um, but let's let's get into some content for the league. Um, oh, actually, I had one last thing I wanted to mention. Actually, two things. One, registration for winter is still ongoing, so make sure you get your team in and I'll register. We'll be doing our free agent frenzy camp uh, shortly for anyone who's registering as an individual and you're looking for players. If you need a roster revision review request, um, a lot of ours, go ahead and submit that through our request page. Usually it takes us somewhere between 24 to 48 hours to get back to you. Um, we have been getting a lot of them this season, so be a little bit patient as we go through that. Yeah. Keep in mind, if you have a request that's in and you haven't registered a team yet because of that, um, we're going to keep registration open for them if that were to happen. It hasn't happened thus far because we still have a little bit of time left before registration windows close, but definitely get those registrations in and uh, get your team locked in for winter. And then the other thing I wanted to mention this quickly, we'll be announcing our Hall of Fame nominees for the class of 2022. I know we talked about it a few episodes ago. So we're going through our short list. As of right now, we have 71 people that are on our large short list that we're uh, sorting through. We're going to try and get that down to our top 25 candidates because... 
giving 70 names to everyone and saying take your pick is a little bit intense. So we're narrowing that down. Hopefully we'll have it ready I want to say tomorrow, maybe, I mean, tomorrow is Saturday by the time this goes up. So yes, Saturday and have that list published. And then the, not the week of finals, but the week after we'll do our announcements and kind of like our, our Christmas huzzah episode, if we're going to do one or I don't know what we'll do, but we'll, we'll have something there to officially announce it. Like usual, we have write-ups that go up and uh, that'll be for players as well as a staff member and a referee. Yeah. I'd like to do sort of like a, a video product for that too. We'll probably hit up the studio, do a little recording. We'll do them all I one night and then release the them. Set. We'll release them one day after another. Cool. Should I, should we bring like wardrobe changes, Eagle, so it looks like we did it on different days? I mean, as long as you don't bring green. Oh, actually, you know what? No, let's do that. Bring green, green and I can just CGI you in. Yeah, just CGI like <laughs> a different uh, set of clothes on me each day. I'll, I'll, I'll just build like a set around you and I'll just tip your face you in, yeah. on a body that perfect. we keep changing. It'd be perfect. perfect. <laughs> hey, you man, you've been quiet so far. Yeah, well, it's because you took me on that roller coaster. You like fired me, then gave me praise, and then I was gonna like I was gonna. You do look, you do look bizarrely worried. You're not being fired. <laughs> I love your work. Yeah. You're great, my dude. Cool. I like you. Cool. Thanks. Um, uh, yeah. So, by the way, congratulations on oh, making okay. another final. Thank you. Yeah. L- by the way, if there was ever proof that yeah. anyone could take our place and play quarterback, it's this. It's that Iggy started running an offense like years after I did. And is already far more proficient. No, I'll, I'll, I'll say it like this: um, I started playing QB just with like I, I now realize a horrible playbook <laughs> uh, was like a three to one uh, touchdown to INT ratio kind of guy, just based on like just whatever natural ability and just r- just drawing up random, not random plays, but whatever, just drawing up plays. Uh, plays. I feel you didn't fully understand how to read. Probably. And, yeah. Yeah. And to a low point of a. My God, I'm not good at quarterback. I'm I'm done. I'm like I'm done. I'm, it's not my thing. I'm I'm a receiver first, and I'm just I'm, I'm gonna drop the thing. To then being asked by Alex Blay, hey, do you want to just quarterback my team with like my friends and whatnot and like Div Six and Div E? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Like I'll give it one more kick at the can. To then you know QBs getting injured on other teams. I'm like, okay, I'll I'll go in. And to throwing 51 touchdowns and no interceptions in the season. Yeah. Based on just a, a couple of your plays, well, some, not just mine. They're, they're plays again. Sure, you know, I run them. Stephen the theory, right. There's a specific group of guys who run right. these plays. It's the, the Illuminati in FPF that run. Yeah, these so plays. taking from like a three to one to like a two to one TD ratio to now like a five to one yeah. TD ratio. It. I I always thought you were joking when you said like, if literally I can run these plays anyone and like can. have success because I'm literally anyone. <laughs> literally, I'm like, oh shit, he's right. It's, yeah. it's 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 kind of cool. It's fun, and now I love. I dare I say I might love the position more than receiver. For sure. And I was always like a big, big. big and you're a really receiver. good receiver, by the way. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. I always loved receiver. It was my thing. My favorite moment that I want to capture in like a tattoo somehow is when that ball is a split second when the ball's in the air, and you need the utmost concentration. You need 100 percent concentration just to bring it in. You gotta gotta close your eyes at the right time just to make sure. Like I love that moment. There's other moments I love now more, like throwing yeah. a ball and like getting the perfect, fitting it in like a perfect. To, to me, it's the, it's, the it's putting crazy. it over defender and into a receiver's hands. It's nice. Yeah, it's a nice yeah, feeling. Yeah, yeah. The um, but just to say, if you haven't tried playing quarterback yet, try it. Yeah, give it a, just, give just it a so go. that way you know how hard it is, <laughs> and just so that way you're more <laughs> yeah. forgiving with your quarterbacks Absolutely. when you're playing receiver. I still think I love every quarterback's conversation of someone saying, "Just run triple slants," and you go, "Oh, okay." <laughs> yeah, it's so. <laughs> Everyone should run triple slants. However, 
Yeah. You yeah. need to understand what you're looking at in triple yeah. slides. I, I I remember the first time Andel uh, Gordon Thomas told me to run triple slants. They run into the higher divisions. I'm like, this is the stupidest play ever. I'm it's like, not. what is this? Uh, now I yeah, now I run it a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can just call it moving hooks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, but that's the thing. It's it's something like that where it's such a simple concept, but unless you know what you're looking for, right? And that's that's the development. Uh, yeah. at the quarterback position but we'll get into uh, let's get into some some of our action we got yeah. uh, not as much on the show because we have less teams yeah right so uh, I didn't finals. mind taking a bit of a 15 minute detour there yeah uh, but hopefully for those just interested in the games you're clicking no. that's a timestamp for you Eagle <laughs> we're gonna doing? start with the women's division and just an update on our current bracket um, Eagle, you made a you you made a bold statement last week that um, if you don't score points, you can't win a game. I I know. I thought it was a shocker to everyone involved. Yeah, yeah. Which one were you referring to there, uh, Eagle? This is going to be the Vortex Red Nation game. Uh, our what I'll describe as our semifinal in the lower bracket to get to the final. Yeah. And uh, turns out, um, yeah, you need points to win a game. Yeah. At least one. In this case, there were none. Well, in this case, it would have been at least 38. Uh, Gabrielle Vanier continued her tear. Uh, you know, her her and Girard have like a, an amazing connection. Yeah. And it's, it's, Catherine Girard can, can create play, can create yards off the catch. She can, she can get balls deep. She, she can play possession. She, she's just a great player, right? So we've seen that throughout the season. Um, but here's the thing. She also had nine targets going to Joanie Prevot. She had nine targets going to Virginia uh, Opumenal, who, in her own right, is a really good receiver too. Yep. Uh, so the the result doesn't surprise me. Red Nation, I think overmatched. They their their defense is good, but n- like a, it's not good enough to contain a vortex defense. They're good in that they're going to get a turnover on vortex, yep. which is in some playoff games all you need. But you need you need to be able to score and keep pace. And Allison Sobel, unfortunately. Uh, I think it's back to drawing board a little bit for her offense. Uh, I wouldn't say necessarily replace the person, but maybe find a way to 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 create better success for her. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's run a system that that's better suited for what she does well, and and use the players that you have. I mean, it's it's a bit of a simple analysis, but it seems to work against the bad teams, but it doesn't work yeah. like you know. I heard what Lamise was talking about. It's just it. If it's a good system, it'll work against yeah. any team. It doesn't. That's it thing. doesn't. It doesn't work against bad teams. You're better than the bad teams, and that's why you're beating. Them. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? Like it's. And, and, and I'm not saying Sobel's system is not great. I'm not saying that there's. It's like flawed in and of itself. I just don't know if it's built for her skill set. I think she needs to strip it down and go play by play and say, "All right, this is what I'm doing well on this play. Yep. What part of this play is not working? Next play." What part of the play is not working? And redesign it. And and you've you've done this practice where you have your playbook mm-hmm. and you literally draw the defenses that are yeah. possible on like on a piece of paper. Coming back from Barcelona, my wife thought it was crazy because on the plane ride, all I was doing <laughs> wh- while she was sleeping, she kind of woke up to see me like drawing all of my plays against all the different typical zones. Yeah. Uh, cover two, but dropping one three. Cover two, dropping two four. Cover two, dropping one five. Yeah. Uh, cover three. Same thing, four one, same thing, and then she's like, "What are you doing?" I said, "Well, I'm drawing on my plays against all the defenses." She's like, "Okay," and then I, confi- I confessed to her, "I'm like, I kind of do this once every two or three weeks. <laughs> Sometimes I'm, I'm in a meeting, 
and I'm secretly <laughs> doing that just to, to keep my mind busy when like I'm not particularly particularly involved in that part of the meeting. Yeah. Hope my boss is not listening. She's not. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think I think that's because I think Alison Sobel has ability. I just don't think she's yep. maximizing that ability. Yeah, fair. I think the reading of the field is is the biggest concern. Because man, like the the the, the team's got Rachel Valier, KL and Beckles. Um, they, they they have Lamise Aljundi. They normally have uh, Rachel Valier, who wasn't there for this game. No, she was. No, she was. She was the most targeted. Thirteen. Oh, she was. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I I'm I had to scroll slightly up on my computer. But yeah, so like. Even uh, Nikki, Nikki Lemina. Lemina. No, You're really thinking too, like Jardine Cabello Abante. That's what you're thinking yes, of, right? GD. Yes, GD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That, no, no, that's not who I was thinking of. Again, I, I had poorly school, but that's another player as well. Not there for this game specifically, but they have like, the, the right pieces. The I think they have there. pieces that can fit with Al Sobel. Yep. It's about finding the best way to use these pieces. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I think they just... Last word on, on, on this game. It's one stat stands out to me. It's three receptions on 11 targets for yeah. 16 yards for Nikki Limniatis. Like, she's, she doesn't have the best of hands, but she has game-breaking ability when she gets the ball yeah. in her hands. I see a lot of forced balls, a lot of low balls to the ground where there's, there's no chance over overshooting, and then a couple drops here and there from her. There's another thing, too, as a quarterback you learn where um – like ball placement for certain receivers. Yes. For certain receivers, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. For some receivers, they need it in their mm-hmm. chest. They yeah. need it. They need it right there. Yeah. Um. So like some receivers will tell me like, or even I've said it when I was a snapper, like just put it in the clock. Yeah. Like, Anywhere. I'm not a guy who's gonna die. I, I don't. I don't have great, you know, like natural speed or whatever. So like, I'm not gonna be able to die for balls or or I can't kick it to second gear. You know. Uh. You gotta put the ball on me. You gotta put yeah. in, put it in the clock. Yeah. You know. Um. And so that's that's something I think. She can do better with with a receiver like Nikki to get in her hands, let her create the space. Yes, later. exactly. Yep. So uh, we'll yeah, uh, so we have a finals. Yes, the most predictable finals, perhaps. I think so. Uh, yes. Brutes versus Vortex. Brutes have handled them. Yeah, especially lately. Yeah. Um, that's credit to the entire team, but Mod like has specifically the dedication she puts into learning what a defense wants to do, and then sort of breaking it down. And and she has a really analytical view of the game, and Brut have just an overwhelming defensive concept and defensive ability, uh, which as good as their offense is, I'm not convinced their defense isn't better, and that's been the issue for Vortex recently. They haven't been able to keep up with with the scoring. Yeah, and we saw the uh, the Brut's uh, eagle on the Instagram page. They were celebrating uh, the victory against yeah, yeah. Vortex with the post game beers. I'm not gonna lie. Um, as someone who's very self-absorbed, I took that as an insult because I, I thought Mode was coming back at me. I thought it was part of our rivalry again. It wasn't her celebrating. It was her giving me the finger. Oh, wow. Really? You so thought yeah. that was like a big F you to you? Yeah, I took it completely. Listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm like Mo Cotton here. That's I'm strange. old school media. I, I think all of it is about me, the the the, the uh, media member, not the teams, not the players. Uh-huh. So, I obviously... Uh, Vortex will have to take away the beast of the Brut uh, that is Laurence Pombrian. I was uh, going to ask a question about that. That's it, obvious, actually. yeah. Um, just relating to what you're saying, I yes. don't mean to cut you off, but is there a better red zone threat no. f- for like s- for their division no. than she is to women's? No. Like, it's not close, right? No, it's not even close. It's, it's a Brady-Gronkowski comparison. Yes, like, yes. Uh, it's 100%. Just, 
It's like, Gronk like 2.0. Moved it through to you guys, a spot. You guys said it. It's Gronk 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh <laughs> like you, she, you know you make your cut here. I'm throwing it here. Go get the ball. Yeah. And she gets it. And and yeah. And there's great no, body control. Yeah. Good speed. Great physicality. All that. Uh, and and like you said, great ball placement by Mo Lacas. Yeah. It's literally her receiver or, or no one else. Ca- yeah, and it's often Lomas Pombriana. But you know, despite but despite that that name, you know, hovering uh, all all of our podcasts, I think Annie Pierre Bedud was a. Uh, she was huge last time. Like like she had two eight, touchdowns. That's it. Like she was the X factor for the Brut. You know that if Vortex is going to be doubling up uh, Laurence Pombriana, that there are other weapons on this team. Uh, it's it's not just the Pombrian, it ends there, and, and if you double cover it or take it away, that's the end of the offense. It yeah. extends uh, way past her. I mean, even even her two the two other receivers, Re- Rebecca Decadie-Corbeil and Annabelle Chevrier, both were targeted 16 times for, for 98 yards. Like, we're, we're, we're talking some serious damage here with uh, 11 receptions, so... And, yeah. and and that's the the and, and the defense of uh, and 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 uh, Maggie Gervais like the their their pieces that great rusher by the way yeah Maggie amazing. Gervais is really it's, really again great when you watch Bullet they're a machine yes they they're, they're just absolutely mechanical yeah it's the thing that draws me to Vortex yeah. it's it's the artistry <laughs> it's um like I don't know it I just love seeing sort of the the free flowing nature of Gavani's style her her willingness to throw off platform to throw on the move for her to throw like quick check backside throw backside it's you know it, it, it's it's a more narrow field than yeah. a regular fpf field so you know it's not as dangerous to throw to throw across her body the way she does uh she's gonna throw interceptions that's part of her game she's that's a gunslinger fine. sorry that's fine if you can score and if you can move the ball that's, the way she does that's the thing yeah Peace. They put up 13 points in the they past, they, like in in each of the last two games. Like it's seven. Let's say you get seven possessions. Yeah, five. fine. You get you throw two picks. Yeah, you got to you got to score. You got to score, score, score five. And here's the thing: if that's the game you play, you need to outperform mode like ass yes. on converts. Yes, which is that's a taller. Yeah, exactly. That's a taller. So what do they have to do differently? Because now, like I said, in the last in each Sequencing. of the last two games. 13 points. Sequencing. They need to run a play and then Brut say, oh, we recognize that play. Yeah. And the next time you run it, you run a variation off yes, that play. Yes, it has That's to. the thing. That's Because that's what breaks that mechanical mold. It's a thing you and I have been talking about all season. Which yeah. It's like, once you run these set of plays, the defenses start to recognize yes. it. What's the thing we do next, right? Exactly. And and, and that's the chess game of, of, of flag, right? Of fl- absolutely. It's, 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 it's the offensive coordinator side of, of things. And it's out. so hard because the NFL, for example... I'm using the NFL just because yeah. it's, it's the most ubiquitous league, but yeah, there's yeah. there's tackle football leagues in sure, general yeah. that are, you know, let's say the game is a three-hour broadcast and there's there's built-in breaks. And, and in that time, there's only 14 minutes of action, right? That's yes. the, the study is that yeah. for every 60-minute game, there's 14 minutes of action. FPF is the opposite. It's 44 minutes and, f- and five plays per half of just blazing outright speed. Uh, plays get called quickly. People get in and out of the huddle quickly. Women's division taught, mm-hmm. largely taught me how important it is to go through that sugar huddle and, and, yep. and, and no huddle. Sometimes no huddle, sometimes like quick huddling yep. and, and just getting to the line of scrimmage quickly. And that's what you see. Like, you know, we, you talk about often, you don't understand how I can throw 40 passes a game. More like has through 40 passes. Yeah. And that that's where I got that from, where yeah. you have to understand the game you're playing. The game yes. you're playing is you need to maximize every down, take the yards where they are, yeah. move the ball, and you know, mode like us is uh, is as good at doing that as as possible. Gavani, that's the next step for her. 
she's always looking for the kill shot. That's fine. But find ways to build in like the, the, the alternate versions of that. Yeah. You know, instead of, oh, they're expecting that, that post on this play, that receiver runs a dig. And now that safety's dropping and that dig is o- that space is open. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like things like that. Yeah. So like I'm looking at that, like we're just looking at the games the game score here, but like Vortex had the thirteen to nine lead at halftime. Yeah. If um, if, if they get a lead like this at uh in the final, you know, but it seems like they were able to adjust and, and put up twenty eight unanswered points on them. Like if Vortex has another thirteen to nine lead and start with the ball because I believe Vortex was the number one seed. Oh, but Brut are the double elimination team, so they actually will be the home. They are considered the home team. And never mind, they were the number one seed anyways. Um, I don't... Wow, so Brut decided to start with the ball on offense on the on the first... Anyways, in the semifinal uh, game. If Vortex have a 13-9 lead, what do they have to do to prevent it from becoming a blowout again and, and, and ultimately getting a championship here. So clock management is important. Yeah. Take as much time as possible when you have the lead. Get get the ball out of Brut's hands. Yes. Then the next thing you need to do is, let's say the sequencing is too complicated to build in with such a short time period. Build your game plan. Act one, act two, act three. Act one, you, you're, you're using these types of plays. Mm-hmm. Act two, Sort of end a half. This is what you're gonna run. Run that. Lead the second half with that. See how they adjust. Now you need to have a set of plays you save for the third act. For how do we maintain the lead, or how do we use these plays to to regain our lead? Yeah. And and make sure it's not something Brut can just sit back and wait on because that's that plays into what they do well. Yeah. They, they, it, they're a sentient learning machine. <laughs> they're terminators. Straight up. Jesus, sentient. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, all humans are sentient, but if they were <laughs> robots, they would be sentient robots. They would be human <laughs> versions of robots. Yes, I, I agree. Come on, you know what I'm saying, Iggy. <laughs> Some support would be nice. I said, yes, I agree. Yeah. How much more support do you want? And that has been Mansplaining with Peas and Iggy. Eagle? All right, we're ready to move on to co-ed. He wanted to avoid the mansplaining as much as possible. <laughs> I did, actually. So we're going to go on to the co-ed division. Um, is this the point where, Peas, you shut up and we let Iggy take over? Or what's Why? the general story here? Why? Because you lost. Yeah, it was a good game. We were, I was part of that team, too. Yeah, he was on that team, too. Yes, but I feel like Peas is responsible for it. No, it, it was a good game. We lost the last play. Yeah. We had a chance to win it. Um, I threw behind Louis, Louis Bejain, and he had to come back to the ball. If I put it in front of him, we get the win. We didn't. It was a well-played game by both teams. I have nothing but respect for Fast and Fast Not Furious. Yeah. It was They're a really fun game. Every, both times we played them were exceptional games. Yeah, and, they, and uh, it was filled with highlights, too. Uh, Will Powers, uh, back, oh of my the, God. back of the end zone, <laughs> one-handed, ballerina, tiptoe, touchdown. Yeah. You had a Joey pick six with two plays remaining after you threw an interception to Marvin yeah. Steinberg. Like, this game was like Marvin's pick. Also, like yeah, uh, I thought I thought Lewis was open in that play, and yeah, Marvin yeah. got back there because he's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like or or uh, Quazy's touchdown catch on the the left hand corner in the second half may have been a we, two point convert. Oh, it was a convert. Yes, yes. it was a convert. But yeah, still, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, converts were important in this game, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so like, oh, uh, honestly, just back and forth. It was a fun game. Yep, literally yeah. no complaints. No, it really, it was it was fun. Um, I I had a blast with. Uh, Kiss my end zone as I always do. 
Um, it was cool to see how everyone developed with with our. I mean, they ran a sim- they ran similar plays largely with you, but we brought in me yeah. and Rekka this season, and and that was uh, an adjustment that was fun. But honestly, I have nothing but but respect for Fast and Furious. They're they're a great team. I love talking trash with them. I love having a good time with them. Yeah. Uh, I got no C. <laughs> Se- Semi planned. Um, but yeah, it was fun. It was a fun game. Um, but they then went on to lose to Yin and Yang. You were there for that game. Yeah, so actually that same night uh, that they beat us, they also went on to beat Free Smoke. Uh, and yeah, last night, uh, Yin and Yang at down 6-13 to 13 on, uh, on Fast Not Furious. I think the the play or the drive of the game that really lost it for Fast and Furious or won it for Y and Y. First and goal from the 10. Uh, I believe it. They, they got uh, even third and goal from about five yards away. Uh, uh, the defense, I believe may have been Corey Williams gets a uh, unnecessary contact penalty on Ryan Dobbs. Automatic first down. First and goal from the one with four plays to punch it in. And Fast and Not Furious are unable to convert. And, and get with a Ryan as a snapper, that's shocking. It's Because it he's so good at that. Just yeah. turning. I, I'm convinced, by the way. I'm going to ask him about this. When they run a mirrored play, yeah. he has the option to go left or right. Maybe, yeah, he dictates maybe. first read. Maybe. Uh, I'm was, almost certain. I was in the huddle-ish. I'm like in the huddle, but like making sure. Oh, on Instagram, like, it's true. Yeah, I was in the huddle, but like also making sure I could see, so I wasn't always hearing what they were saying. I don't think so. Really? Okay. Maybe, maybe, uh, or maybe not. Because there, there seems sure. to be an improvisational nature a little bit to what they do. But Yin and Yang manned up a lot. Uh, they just said, "Look, try and beat us with your guys. We're gonna. They have great defenders." But at the one, so they did they man up on the one? Yes. So they didn't run any pick plays. No, but yeah, I uh, yeah I yeah. That's the given. Yeah. Like that's the yes. Yeah. yeah, Jared Taylor is covering Ryan. It's it, he's tall, rangy. It's tough, but there are certain. That's plays. why you want to slant at him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's certain play designs and calls yeah. that you can run to just get a touchdown. Uh, yeah, that was uh, to me that was the the game changing drive. Is that why and why stood stood ground on the one. Four tries. I'm like, oh, okay. In my head, I'm like, this is a touchdown. Like, they, they have a touchdown on this drive, but nope. Uh, yeah, that was really, really the defining one. And the, and Y&Y drove the field. And I believe uh, that it was that same drive where Rachel Valliere, about 15 yards deep, just on a on a seam from the sideline, scores a touchdown. She had a tip pick in her previous game against Villains. Yeah. Where she, like, dove to make it, got up instead of running it back. And... The entire time from catching it to getting up to running, she had the biggest smile on her face. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. It was there was so much joy in that moment. It's like, yeah, flag is awesome, man. Yeah. Like yeah. it really is cool. It really is cool. She's she's such a great two way player for for, yes. for Yin and Yang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And look, she had an impact in this game. She caught a touchdown. Um you know, I know the way she's using it often, so I see the four targets. I, I doubt very much the drops. I think they're just Sort of either discourage or her or nothing kind of thing to the sideline, um, and so I, I imagine that's what happened there. But defensively, six, six tackles. She's all over the place. Yeah. Big part of running the shadow defense was the ability to use K. Allen Beckles and Rochelle Villiera. Yes. I imagine a hundred percent because yeah. they can cover where like it's not common to run 
shadow defense in uh in coed yeah so yes and then like one of those six tackles is preventing miles gibbons from running an extra 15 yards downfield too so like they're they're not just targeting her they're they're very good tackles from uh from rachel balia yeah can sure. we talk about what I'll describe as potentially the surprising game in the upper bracket, which is Les Petits Fuck overcoming Easy Fun? Uh, last was it last night, like before Sunday? Uh, Sunday. This uh, am I am I the only one surprised by this? No, I mean I mean maybe. So Nicolas Blais is good. He's not he's not Jeremy White. Uh, he played a clean game. Um, yep. The biggest thing for me is um, do. Easy fun have the rusher to contain Dom Lafal because we've talked about that's the thing that's required to beat Lipitzivak. Yeah. yeah, six attempts, fifty-six yards, two TDs. It doesn't appear that way from the stats, but like Easy Fun, as far as I know, have never had a great rusher. I uh, from I, I don't know what they did in this game, uh, but uh, I mean nobody was sacked, Celia, so that's Celia usually Lamar. not a good sign. <laughs> usually it's Celia Lamont uh, rushing for them. That's not the answer. Look, there's a uh, I'd say 95% of the league is not the answer to yeah. rush Dom Lafal, so she just falls That's what 95% saying, like, this, of the this category. This might just be the matchup issue. We're like, yeah. it's too much pressure on Nicolas Blais to keep up the scoring with Dom Lafal when he can buy time and do whatever he wants. And I've, I've been on the other side of that against Dom. Yeah, when you're not getting pressure, yeah. it's so infuriating as a yeah. quarterback because you want to get on the field and you're like, you're not upset that your defense is like letting, letting you down. It's just that you don't have anybody who can contain him. Yeah. And, and and it's infuriating because he gets to buy time and find receivers or take off and just dissect your defense that way. And then you have to go into the field and your job is so hard, drive in, drive out, because you don't have that ridiculous God-given ability. Yeah. Yeah, so look, uh, yes, Easy Fun loses this game. Uh, they're hoping now, uh, facing Y and Y, uh, and hoping to beat them to get a rematch against Lipitzfuck in... Uh, in the final, to me, they'll they'll have to put. I I don't know if he's rushed before, but someone like Samuel Emilio Pelcha to. He seems to have the body type for it, yes, right? Yes, that, that just lower the ground. Yes, can, can cut. You know, it, it just follow and and force force Dom into the the his classic like. Where's Where's everyone? He's like it's he, honestly during the broadcast. Yeah, last season. Yeah, I couldn't believe how from the booth. I can see him staring down the rusher, staring yeah. down at the, that season was Joey Notaro, yeah. staring him down and not looking at his receivers. Yeah. And he had receivers wide open, yeah. wide open. Yeah. It was it was infuriating. So, yeah, so the key t- to that, to stopping the Pacific offense, is having a great rusher. It's easier said than done, but it, it, it can be done. And, and the reads are then limited. The space you have to cover is limited as a defense. It, it it makes playing defense all, a whole lot easier when you have that rusher taking the time away, taking the reads away f- from Dom Lafont. So just I want to put it out there. Uh, Emilio Pelcha literally has six career sacks well, over he play since 2018. Often. Exactly. So he's never really played rusher, at least statistically it doesn't look that way. Who do you think, if they were to go with him, has the advantage in that matchup? Oh, Emilio Pelcha being the wild card and not knowing how to predict how he's going to rush, or uh, Dom Lafour, where he can basically get his way in terms Dom of like figuring out what's going on. Dom has the advantage. Yeah, Dom has the advantage against anybody Easy Fun can throw at them. So they can throw at him. 
which is wild because of how fast easy fun are. Yes, right? yeah. They just don't have a real rusher, like a somebody who's Natural, dedicated yeah. at that, like a like a uh, Denzel or or Joey Notaro or, or Julia Pema. Although Maxime Bouchessier had about seven sacks in tier one. Yeah, but tier one is different. It's it is a different type of quarterback. You have to you have to clean up the clean up the coverage sacks. Is the one? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, whereas you know here here it's chasing a dude down and making sure he doesn't roast you. It's yes. different. It's now, that being thing. said, during the regular season, uh, LPP and Easy Fun didn't play, but Y&Y did, and Y&Y beat uh, LPP 39-21. So you think they're the better matchup to try and get through the lower bracket into the finals against uh, Lafour, or what do you think the better plan is here, or the, be the better matchup, let's call it, in our final? Sorry, what was the question? Uh Easy Fun have never played LPP through the regular season. This is their first meeting, and obviously they lost. But Y and Y did beat LPP earlier on in the season, thirty-nine to twenty-one. So when you're looking at this lower bracket final, Easy Fun versus Y and Y for the final like spot in the finals here, who do you want to win that game to have the better finals matchup and the better broadcast? I think Y and Y has a better chance. They they first of all. Mind you, I don't think Ma I don't think Lou is the best rusher for that game. Huh? Maddie Lou's on Fast and Furious. Oh, so she's on Fast yes. and Furious. Yes. She was on Y and Y in, in past season. But yeah. I think they have enough. Like <laughs> Andrew Dennis like, Lynch is I a really the, good rusher. I gave you like the weirdest look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was there for like a thousand seasons. Right. So. Yes. Um, but yes, Andrew Dennis Lynch. Andrew Dennis Lynch is the kind of rusher that, like, like I think if it's. If we want to give Y&Y another championship, it's it's have them face the pussy fuck. Yeah, like it was there was a, I, I was live on Instagram and there was a funny like a few moments between Miles Gibbon and Andrew Dennis Lynch rushing him uh <laughs> where like he's like dude you kicked me in the <laughs> in the shin after your release like they were just joking around and like having fun but like he was for the for the most part getting the better of Miles Gibbon at least on rollouts and stuff. He was able to still release the ball, but he couldn't get the chunk of yards that he normally well, does against other rushers. Like with Andrew, you're not going to get to your second, third read, to your third and fourth read. So you'll get to one, two, and the ball's going to come up. Yeah. And then w sometimes where Miles Gibbons was able to escape, you know, for 20, 30 yards at a time, he was uh, between Andrew and Rachel Vallier with doubling down on tackles. He was getting like four yards max on like on rushing attempts. So, uh, so yeah, that I I do like that rushing matchup more than what easy fun can yeah. pose uh, against Dom Lafara. I'm in agreement there. Agreed. All right. Do we want to talk a little bit about tier four and get into that one? If there's anything else you want to cover for co-ed or can we move on? I think that's it. We'll do our picks at the end like always. Yeah. All right. So let's go into tier four here. Let's put you guys... Uh, there we go. Right uh, in the middle. Yeah. Uh, Sandwich me in, baby. One versus two, a rematch of game eight going to the finals. Penetrators save the turf drills. Let's talk about the journey to get to this point. The second most predictable final. <laughs> yep. In MPF. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're the best teams in the division. I liked I liked Wib 2.0. I thought um their personnel change, um moving Zach Stacey to quarterback really helped them. Yeah. But it's like we talked about if, if Zach Stacey was able to stay receiver and they and they had another quarterback. Like Vincent Chung was the quarterback <laughs> oh, for, yeah, for, for Whip, they scored sixty points a game, yeah, right? Sure. Like um and that's the thing is is Zach Stacy in the last game throwing three interceptions, um, just too much to overcome. 
Uh, Save the Turtles defense is really good. One of them was a end of the half pick, to be fair. Sure, but yeah. just two more. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. That's the last uh, one was the last play of the game. Pick okay. six. Yeah. It wasn't even close. It wasn't even in the end zone, actually, now that I think of it. Because it, I'm saying all this because it was on Game of the Week. And it's now oh, up yeah, on YouTube. It's true. It's a good point. And it's now I didn't, I didn't finish watching it. Yes, I was watching it here when I was waiting for you here for 20 yeah. minutes. Sorry, I was working. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so now you know what it's like. <laughs> now you know what it's like. <laughs> um, yeah, but honestly, like, shout out to Web 2.0. Cause, like, the yep. And Skyler Bailiff, like, to not have the ego to step aside and, and say, like, hey, there's someone else who's better for the team. Yeah, yo, hats off to you, man. Um, and I, I want to see what this team becomes, because With Pat Core is ridiculous. Yeah, they signed up again, so they're yeah. they're they're gonna With be the back uh, five or six. I can't remember. Okay, either one, they'll they'll be strong. Yeah, they'll be strong. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited to see to see where they go, but um, say the Turtles, Vincent Vincent Chung was just consistent as he has been. He ran when he had to. Um and you know Guillaume Dubois, Thomas Chelsea, like it's it's the names you kind of expect. I thought Simon Imbach would have more of an impact in this game, but instead of this time it was I feel like it's either Simon Imbach or Sebastian Noel yeah. kind of take yeah. control in this yeah. game. It was Noel had the better matchup, yeah. and so there you go. Um, now that being said, we're getting a rematch of the other upper bracket game, which is Penetrators save the Turf Turtles yep. here. On Monday, Penetrators beat them 33-29. to 29. What should we be expecting for this upcoming finals here? Is it going to be uh, another, like, one possession clock management type of a situation? Do you think that, I mean, based on the stats here, Chung has a lower-than-usual game in terms of completion versus attempts, although the results for yards and touchdowns were reasonable? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I kind of look at this and I say, like, Penetrators just were in a... Again, statistically, looking at the the numbers, they were in a better position to score just based on field position or the way they've driven the field, right? They're they're two of the same team. They're basically like a group that came in together that still have maintained their core. Yeah. And have just gotten better and better over time. And they have great chemistry, great timing, great feel of the game, great understanding and spacing of their concepts. Um, Penetrators beat them the first time in week two. Um, It was a 34-24 game. And then they beat them this past week, 33-29. So I think we kind of have a feel of what the score will be like. I think Vincent Chung needs to play a clean game, and they need to force Justin Goodman to throw an interception. They've gone to throw interceptions, yep. but they haven't. Vincent Chung hasn't been able to play a clean game. I think this is the game Vincent Chung needs to run a little bit more. If, if something's not there, don't force anything. Run, buy time, do what you got to do. Vincent Chung, we know this. He's yeah, a ridiculous yeah. athlete. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's not an excuse for him to ever force a pass. So Nick Vaughn was on last week and said didn't want to give it away, but said they have something ready to defend the run. Great. Don't know if it was sending a double once rush. Once you figure out what that is, yeah. In, uh, what I would imagine is they have some sort of spy in their zone concept. Yeah. In which case, it's what start I, running there and then put it over his head. That's it. Like, right. Chung has to you know adapt to that. I, I, I think you, you nailed it, that these two teams are very similar. I also think the quarterbacks are actually quite similar. Yeah. They like to roll out, uh, buy extra time, and hit receivers in, in kind of in stride, like I've alluded to in my articles. Um, yeah, I, I, I think this past game, though, was closer than it looks. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's 33-29. It looks like a four-point game. 
I mean, it's a full touchdown. It, it's only closer because, uh, and you know what? No, there must have been a safety. There must there must be some metric that's like this, a statistical metric that's adding points that is not uh, that's not on the board. Yeah, there was here a safety. There must have been a safety, yeah, and there must uh, have been Vincent Chung sacked Goodman for uh, yeah. on fourth down. Okay, so then that that's and and peace since you're on the play by play. Save the Turtles got the possession back. Did they score on that next possession? Because that's huge. Because if you can get two so points. So was this? After the sack. Mm-hmm. They did. They they got. And, and, and what, what, was it at the second half, first half, near the end? It was right at the end of the game. They got the safety and then they got a touchdown two plays later. Oh, and, and got a two-point convert too. No, it was unsuccessful on that one. It was no, unsuccessful. They, had they, got, they, got, they got a touchdown. So to your point, that's why... It wasn't as close as the score indicated. Although, right. from I'm looking at, I mean, again, the order could be weird, but it looks like penetrators scored. They then had the extra point, which they got. Then I think it looks like, based off the of this, kick. they went for an onside kick and yeah. got the safety on that onside yes, kick. Yes, yes. And yeah. then incomplete, and then they scored. Right. I mean, ultimately, the safety doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. So even even giving up the more importantly, the safety the matters safety. more than throwing a pick six at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a better decision than just throwing the ball up. Yes, so probably just the burn plays. Well, there's that. There's the if you if you are successful on the outside kick, you, you keep win. possession and game over. Game over. The two points doesn't mean anything. The more importantly, giving them the ball and even letting them score. Not letting them score, but even if they do score, it's not a problem. Even if they you know get the score and the, the two point convert. It doesn't matter. So I think that's a great time to go for the onside kick. Yeah, basically, you're up by 12. They need to score twice on two plays, right? I've seen so many teams not use the onside kick. Yes, in I'll, 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 I'll get to it in Tier 2 yeah. of yesterday's matchup. Oh, man, there was a, a, just there was a time it, I think it should have been called, and it wasn't, and we'll get to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so, that's, so that's what we think will happen. We'll get to our pick, like we said, uh, when we do games of the week. All right, so we're going to get to Tier 3 now. Uh, and again, uh, anything specific we want to cover. There was a lot of movement in here. Uh, although, that being said, I mean, we talked about it a little bit offline before the show started. We had this whole conversation last week, Alexi and I, about how Arouche were going on the Cinderella run and that in order to get themselves to the finals, they would need to go through the number three Bruin, Bru- Bruins, both geez, uh, and then either uh, KMI or DNB, and then whichever one they beat there, they'd have to go through the other one in the finals to be able to win a championship and uh, lose their first game against Bruins, and that narrative goes away immediately. So uh, Close game, though. Yeah. I went to overtime. If I'm at not, Hebert. if I'm, yes, at Heber, yes, you wild. read that. You read that right. Why? Wild. I said wild. Oh, oh, no, why? Relax. I'm like, I don't We're know because the dome's up. Because the dome's up. And a three-two overtime final as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They scored on all three. Bruins did. Yeah, I would imagine the overtime, like the favorite in overtime, becomes Bruins, right? I don't know about that. Really? Because Gab Wiseman's efficiency yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I said I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Eric Lalonde. I don't even. They, how, so how can I? Okay, I want to say something. I don't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say this on the front end. I don't mean this as an insult. He never lives up to his potential. Yeah, we've we literally talked. That was literally episode one of this podcast. I know. With I know. Alexi 
you, I think, and and, and Eagle, where you literally called the them the Dallas Cowboys of yeah. of FA, But that's of it, FBF. like like but like because they're good and he's really good. Yeah. He looks the part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's like the the, the Ryan Kroof, finessers. Yeah. Oh man. Those dudes, they look like they should be the stars of the league. Yeah. And they're good. They're fine. They are, yeah. But they should be more than fine. Yeah. Right? Like, come on. This was actually if I'm not mistaken, uh, Arusha's second overtime game of the playoffs. So uh, against Ravens, they were down 19 nothing, staged a huge comeback uh, that went to overtime, and they ultimately won 32-31. Uh, this was their second go at an overtime uh, matchup against Bruins. Yes, it was 3-2, and I want to see if they scored on all the plays. Or Bruins scored, yeah, they went for one on all three and and and, uh, and got them all. Yeah. Look, yeah, yeah, so the past experience didn't necessarily quite help them here. Um, and to, like, to the point, not. if you see like Gab Wiseman, you don't think when you see him physically, yeah. this is an elite flag football quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. You see Eric Lalonde, elite flag football. And like, honestly, in a game like this, the guy I trust in overtime is absolutely Gab Wiseman. Yeah. And it's sure. not close. Yeah. And it should be close. <laughs> it should be. It should be one guy whose physical skills carry him. Right. The other yes, one yeah. whose psychotic neuroses and, and, and game planning will get him there. Yeah. So, and I think there was talks that he may have been slightly injured. Okay. Because he didn't even suit up for bench warmers as QB, but he played receiver instead. It was it was a little well maybe it's a throwing like a shoulder maybe but then the next maybe then I so the next day because that uh, co-ed game was Sunday the next day on Monday he did suit up gets the overtime victory uh, but then kind of gets shellacked by Diamond Bougie Uh, Diamond Bougie of course losing on Sunday to kiss my in-laws without of course Jules Regimbald I was I was disappointed when I when I saw who was in. The, the pivot position for uh, for Diamond Bougie. I'm like, w- wait, that he, that's not Jules Rechimbal. Uh, like, did, w- w- are they going to call timeouts? Is he on his way here? Like, what's going on? Uh, so a bit of a letdown, a bit of a disappointment. Um, I'll get to it in a second that I'm happy there's a rematch there. But first, they had to lose uh, to us uh, and then make their way back to the final uh, by really crushing Bruins. So, but Jules Jimbal in this game threw 11 passes. Yeah. Five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. Half so, given the way the Bruins play defense, I actually find that surprising because they yeah. don't normally give up big plays. Like, you can normally, the thing you can do against them is just continuously chip away, chip away, chip away. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, how, how, how is he taking these giant chunks? Like, in nine passes for 166 yards is nonsense. So, the first play of the game. I don't know if it was a hook that went for 39 yards or a 39-yard deep pass, but it's Felix Boutet. Like, come on. You played them. This is a rematch, too, from uh, last Monday. They they played each other twice in seven days. You know where the the, the deep ball's going. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if it actually came on a deep pass, I'm surprised. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Because they play that soft-shell defense, right? Yeah. So, now, Jules has an incredible arm. Boutet is incredibly fast. And and the Ebert field suits them so oh, much yeah. better than it does for Bruins. Oh, yeah. So much better. It's, it's a it's, killer for Bruins. It's a, bi- it's a bigger field. Yeah. It's like five yards bigger. It's Wider. 
wider and longer. Oh, okay. Yes. Like so it's, that definitely it's, an extra, it's an extra few yards longer. Yeah. So it stretches the field, and that is a huge benefit to Diamond Bougie. Yeah, and we see uh, they also had three. Sorry, they got five. Uh, sorry, uh, three picks in this game. Yeah, um, and two of them being pick sixes. Oof. Two of them being pick sixes. Yeah, Fitzgerald Senate this put the team on his back on this one with three touchdowns for 101 yards. Yeah. Uh, all three of his touchdowns. Uh, well, all three of his. And he hasn't even been the guy we've talked about all season. Right? No, Bute constantly because he, he's and amazing. And he, but and he really should be. He 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 made the All Star team. Yeah. Uh, so he is, but you know what it was is that Vute had these moments where he would yeah. just sh- like flash, s- like flash. Yeah. Whereas like Fitzgerald Santos was just like continuous greatness through the season. Yeah. Right? It was like boring level of greatness. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> he's, he's bored us with his greatness. I, I, I played against him. The, the guy's no, he's the good. Guy's really good. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah. I, and it's it's on us. And like, look, we have a lot of teams to cover, so we don't get to every player. And we typically, because of the nature of the show, we we talk about the players who flash, right? And sometimes what gets, what gets lost in that is just players who are consistently great. And that's, that's yeah. what he's been yeah. all season. Can I just point out the fact that at the beginning of the year, everyone was like, oh, Bruins, Gab Wiseman, best quarterback, easy championship, easy Not quarterback easy. of it's the year. We, we Neither said. championship nor QBOY. Indication! I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> I think it's results over process there. But anyway. Not the first seed either to Alex's point. Sorry? I call him Alex. Yeah, that was weird. It's weird. Eagle. I didn't even know who you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they weren't. They weren't the well, number three seed. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he he actually didn't play particularly well. No. Again, was he for his injured? Time. Like seven of 14, 63 yards at TD even and three like through picks. the season, like twenty-seven touchdowns in eight games. Unremarkable. Yeah. I was thinking like twenty-seven and nine. Like Gab will throw some picks. It's fine. But like if it was thirty-six and nine. Yeah, thirty-five and that's kind of what I expected. Yeah, in in a season, I got, I know it's a lot of touchdowns for eight games, but it's kind of what I expected from who I thought was the best quarterback in the division. No offense. S- no, s- some people put up forty TDs in eight games. Some of you, some of you did. I know. Not me, but oh, I, 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 I might, I may have, but I'm just saying, Jules, Jules did it as well. Oh, if, if I didn't, Jules put up forty. Forty-three oh, and geez. five. Yeah, forty-three and four. Forty-four and four. Yeah, if I remember, four forty-four. Four four four. So this leads us to our one versus two matchup and QB one versus QB two. If you want to look at it that way, the runner up at that position, yeah. Diamond Bougie with their quarterback, or at least we hope yeah. versus kiss my one in-laws. of them. In-laws. Whatever. The in-laws. Take the over. Yeah. Take the over. Take the over. I'm so. This is going to be max one stop in this game. I, I'm so happy for Diamond Bougie that they're back yeah. here because like I felt bad for them. Like yeah. I felt bad for me. Like like it sucked. Well, it, the weird it was like, not if a this good. This would been the way they ended the season. Yeah. they would have had two weird endings in two weird seasons. Remember, like last season, they were just all throwing oh, and the ball. Killer rays, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. and then this season, not oh. having the quarterback, it's it's weird. It just yeah. Like I'm I'm happy for them that they 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 get a second a real shot, and I get a real shot at, at playing them because it wasn't a it wasn't a playoff semifinal game. Like it just wasn't fun like that. But yeah, let's. Uh, uh, peace. Go ahead and uh, break this one down, and I'll nod my head. Um, I thought Kiss My In-Laws were the strongest overall roster. Um, the thing is, you have the top-end talent like Marvin Steinberg, um, yourself, and how you've developed as a quarterback. I've sung your praises enough. Alexi is a really good two-way player. Uh, but we decided today he is the definition of a role player in our chat, <laughs> yeah. and that's not an insult, by the way. No, it's he not. just he does the thing he does really well. Yeah. Um, 
Kenny Boutelier is underrated as a player, I'd say. I love him as an like, option. Like, yeah. literally underrated. Like, his rating is too low for how good he is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's guys that nobody knows who I know. Lucas Kenville and uh, Samuel. Oh, Samuel, Samuel didn't play for you guys no, this season. Gab, but uh, I don't know if you know Gab Boucher. But Gab Boucher is very good player. Oh, Gab Boucher yeah. I'm not as familiar with. But, All-star. but Lucas Kenville is a yeah. speed demon. Yes. That's... That's the, the cheat key. code of speed. Yeah. Like, Alexi wanted uh, Boutte and uh, Kenville to go on a halftime sh- Maybe that now there should be a halftime show where there's a 40-yard race between the two. Uh, if, Dave like, DeAndre, too, is another guy. Yeah. Like I put him in the same category as Alexi. Like, just a guy who, fil- who can play a lot of different things, but the things oh, he does, he does well. So I love him as a snapper. He knows yeah. how to read the defense and where to he's sit. He's played quarterback. And where to sit in a hole. I love it. And, and like, that's... that's <laughs> With the, the system we run, that's that the snapper's key. huge, and and the snapper knowing the hole, like for us, I guess with with what Rekka is used to running is very different. I had a hard time explaining because I played snapper, so for me this was easy, and and I played with Jean so long it was easy, and like, but when your snapper finally gets to to where the marks are on the field, it's it's it changes huge. game and changer. Yeah. Dave has that. This, his mind is is shaped like a quarterback's mind, and he's seeing who's dropping and he's knowing where the hole is going to yeah. be. Yeah. So when you say bubble hook, he knows if he's bubbling right over this, the, the, the hole where the, the two or four is left or the if he rusher, needs to bring it in tighter, if he needs to go a bit further. But before the rusher, after the rusher, yeah. he just, yeah, he's, he's He really knows good what you're looking for. Yeah. 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 Um, honestly, I like the roster top to bottom. It's, it's one of the things I've been begging Div 1 teams to do is build a smart roster where you have your, your top end established talent but also mine unknown players and that's what you you guys have done um, what do you think about um rusher and defensive player of the year zachary alberts gill i don't know love zach i've played against zach he did not i don't think he ever crossed half like he ever crossed the line of scrimmage before i released the ball he stopped rushing me he's like this is pointless and he, and he put somebody else to rush <laughs> <laughs> and like he's he's good when he bears down on you, it's terrifying. And I think bears down is the greatest yeah. like w- use of words because he literally looks like a bear coming down on you. By the way, I'm so excited to watch the movie Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Very excited. <laughs> this, this <laughs> Cocaine Bear. We should go watch it with, with Zachary Albert Skill. <laughs> um, <laughs> not making any allegations other than bear like. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, yeah, nineteen sacks in six games. That's he crazy. keeps doing it. That's dude. crazy. I, he's so good. I don't understand. How someone who's not the most the fastest dude can be that good at rushing? Yeah. I can understand when someone who's not fast is a good rusher. I don't know how he's that good. Where yeah. he's like, like Hall of Fame bound <laughs> with the numbers he continues yeah, to put up. With rushing. the num- with the numbers he he's putting up, yes. With a rolling QB like Jules Regimbal, how do you think he'll fare? Um. So, I don't know. Jules well enough. Yeah, he doesn't cut back. He just rolls out, right? It, sometimes he does cut back. Really? Sometimes. Okay, so on the cutback, that's where Zachary will eat him. He made a nice move on a game of the week. There's a cutback move. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. On Amar Jessa, yeah, yeah. who's real a great rusher for bandits. But it's, Zach has this. Yes. This oh wide, yeah, 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 yeah. He takes this wide stance. I'm not saying otherwise. Like, yeah, it'll be tough, but. If he st- if he gets a snap and rolls out immediately, he that's does. a tough task. Which is, for which, Z- is, which is what he does. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Maybe you want to have a rover. The we'll thing is, they, they they have a running back option play. It 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 forces Zach to slow down on on a few plays. Mm-hmm. So it's. 
let's just say he won't get six sacks this game. Watch him get six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's possible. It's possible, but unlikely. Yeah. So I, have, I, have, I, have a, I have a plan. I'll discuss it with you off air. Okay. You it's have weird. a plan. Eagle won't like it, but I'm a better play caller than Eagle, so even defensively. Um, so how about Diamond Bougie side of things? Yeah. Here? Uh, so they don't have the benefit of having the known na- the known quantities, right? Like they're not as well known. In Felix Boutet is making a name for himself. Sorry. Felix Boutet is Boutet, making is Regimbald making a obviously. name. Is making a name for himself and Regimbald as well. Uh, QB of the year, of course. Yeah. That um, puts you on the map. They're they're athletic. Yeah. They've played football. Yeah. Um, Jules is becoming a fly quarterback. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. But even though yeah. I don't think he's at his apex yet, he has enough physical skill to carry him, to make him make them get to a finals, for example, yep. in his second year in FPF, which is not the typical path. That's hard. With with sixteen teams in tier three. And tier three is not a gimme. No, it's not. Like it's, it's like div four and five of yeah. of a winter. Yeah. A lot of div four I guess of winter. Because yeah, Div C moved up largely to tier two for the most yeah. part. But yes, but yes, to your yeah. point, a lot of Div four and five from winter, like five A and, and four B basically. He beat the Bruins twice. And Bruins in, are in an established team. In seven, it's in seven not days. it's not the best Bruins roster. Like they don't have Louis Bejay and all that. Yeah. But like still, like it's You're still Zach Zwern as a defender is a division one yeah, defender. Division one defender. Absolutely. And yeah. Whether but, it was him or Rocco, like you're yeah. and to beat them twice in seven days, you know, to knock out um, believe they played. I can't remember their. They their played path. Bruins, uh, Kiss My In Laws, yeah. Bruins. <laughs> they had a really boring path, <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, Killer Rays. And Killer, Killer Rays, Rays, I thought, I thought that was, was their that was their nemesis. That was yeah. their nemesis, and then they overcame it. it. It looked like they were ready for him this time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. but uh, you know, again, a bit of a boring path, and you're facing the same teams the whole way to the yeah <laughs> to the finals. I'll ask you. I'll, I I thought about obviously this this game. So, Kiss My In-Laws didn't face their offense with Jules Regimbald not being there. But the Kiss My In-Laws offense did face against their pretty standard defense. They're so, pretty we, much we talked about this before lineup. the show. It's, it's more the pressure that Jules Regimbald is going to put on you to keep pace. Right. Right? Like, that's, that's the benefit of having a stud at quarterback. Yeah. Is you're going you're gonna to have to score... So five minimum is a definite minimum in this game. So we put up thirty-five on them last game, and that's their defense. Their their defense wasn't missing yeah. a, a, a player like like yeah. Jules Regimbald on, on the offensive side. And, of and the you ball. have the you have the advantage that if they let you drive and and eat clock, you're gonna you're gonna do that. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like you're gonna take free stuff that they give you, and you have a good enough arm that if they do start to attack, you can hit over top, right? Like that's kind of the way you play. That's what you want right. to do. Um, Basically, they give you deep, you take deep. They let you march, you march. Right? So I'll just say it like this: If we put up thirty-five on them in the last game, are th- can they put up thirty-six? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, like I said, the five oh, minimum. Oh, for sure. The five I, minimum I, that I, I would say is an absolute minimum in this game. Yeah. I, if the plus minus is seventy, take the over. Take the yeah. over. Yeah. Uh, the, you know what? This game could go to overtime. I think you. I think you need. I think you need six touchdowns. Yeah. I I I think I agree with you there. I I, I think this is a overtime candidate. Yeah, it'll, yeah. Be, it'll be a fun game. Oh, um, I, it's really fun. 
And in your heart and, of hearts. And they're a group, a great group of guys too. So that also one guy we forgot to bring attention to because we obviously Fitzgerald's been great, but Arthur Doyon, or Do, uh, sorry, Arthur, Arthur Doyon has been a great defender too, and and the two yep. of them make things difficult. Doyon, and there's also uh, who's there? One of their one of their um, Nathan Desjardins. Yeah. This guy's oh man, this guy. I tried to throw over him. Yeah, that was a mistake. He's super dull, super great hands, great DB. Uh, him and when the defense is clamping down on on a read, uh, like on receivers, they they have a great rusher in Theo Gregoire, who doesn't who he he won't miss a sack. Like he won't he won't let me like. Rarely does he miss miss a tackle. Agreed. Yeah. So they they they're gonna be uh, very competitive. In sure. your heart of hearts. Yes. You won the Bruins. Oh, not not saying for the competition yeah. aspect. For the for sure. Iggy wins the championship aspect. For sure, you won the Bruins. For sure. There we go. Yeah. All right, we'll get to All the right. later. We'll go to tier two. Yeah, you guys can stay there on this one. Um, another re rematch of the upper bracket that'll happen in our finals. But let's talk about that journey to get there. So, kiss my outlaws played Mangoose on the twenty seventh. Outlaws win that one 38-34. Come back. And then, and oh, then we both saw that game. Yeah, there was yeah. there was some um contra- controversy. A little bit. Game. But we want to Okay, so no, basically we'll, we'll go here. Yep. Nick Schaefer throws a touchdown <coughs> and screams, "Let's go." Let's bleep and go. Let's bleep and whatever. It doesn't I don't think I don't think the sure. Maybe maybe that's what <laughs> got him the, the the OC. But he screams, "Let's let's F and go." He screams it pretty close and, st- and and facing the rusher. He says he didn't see the rusher, which I believe. I, I really, I really believe him because I, a, I believe him. knowing his personality a little bit. Yeah, he's not. I can see it. He's not the confrontational type like that. And when you throw a deep ball, you're looking far. You're not looking right at. You know what I mean? Like you're uh-huh. looking far ahead. You're looking where the ball was, where it was caught. Yeah. And so, like, he, I I believe he was looking beyond. The rusher. Oh no! You're you're miss. No, he turned around. The rusher was behind him. Oh, I'm, so now I'm misremembering yes. it. Yes, my you mistake. Are. You yes, you had a better view back then. So, forty yard touchdown pass to because I was I was at the other end zones when right, I saw the play. Right, turns around to get the flags. I don't know if Julien Peru pissed him off. Maybe it was like physical. I mean, it's, it's a confrontation of two of the nicest guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> it's, it's really weird. It, it, it is weird. I, I, I just had, when I saw it happening, I'm like, oh man, Julien Peru must have been pissing him off the plays leading up to this because he just stared him down, said, let's bleep and go, grab the flags out of his out of his hand. And I'm like, like he, he must be, it, I'm telling you, he looked at him dead in the eye and, and, and said it. I, I believe him though that he was he I, just in the moment and he just up. came out he came after and I'm like dude why did you do that what was going through your mind and he said I didn't even know he was there I didn't for all he know he was grabbing the flag from a teammate he, he he's like I I was in my touchdown clouded moment yeah and I really believe him but I I would have I would have thrown a flag too I, it I, just I, it, the I optics a... of it merited the flag I know Mangoose is not gonna want to hear this. But the flag was warranted. It, it was. I have a different. It was taunting. It was taunting. I, it, it just. It I have was. a different threshold for. It just OC. was. An OC needs to be objectionable to me, and if you think that's objectionable, then you're soft. I'm. I, Leo, I'm, I'm telling soft. you, it just was. 
You you watch the NBA a so, lot. You see the taunting call. Okay, yeah. wait, wait. So Ta- taunting barely gets called in the NBA. Come on, everyone's talking all the time. But so, the thing is, is like, my thing is, football is an emotional game. It is, yeah. And I, 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 I don't think at any point it was going to lead to confrontation. No, he was just excited. Yep. and celebrating the moment. It just looked. It the optics looked, might not have been great. It was the optics, but man, I think I'm I think you, you kind of need. If, if I'm refing. I'm holding the flag for he, a second. He was, and he did. He hel- he held it. But held if you it, see, if you see it escalating, and, and had to, and had but if to, but if you see it escalating, that's when you throw the flag. I don't think the action enough is enough to warrant. There like, was there the was the matters. swing. There was the swing of the flags, and I think that was like that was the last straw on it. I don't know. To me, it anyways, has to be objectionable. Is is grabbing the flag objectionable? I don't think so. It was ripped. Anyways, but why was this? Why was this such a big play piece? It's because. The OC removed Nick Schaefer from the game. With them up, I believe, two scores. Two scores, yeah. Yeah. Or one score. Oh, no, yeah, two no, scores. Two scores. So, um, so Eagles, so what happens is, Kiss My Outlaws now get to drive the field. Or, yeah, Kiss My Outlaws get to drive the field. They score. They score quickly because, A, they need to score quickly. Yeah. B, they, they need Stop. to do so because they know Nick Schaefer's not going to get, get back on the field. So now... Yes. Mangoes get back on the field. They go four and out because they don't have Nick Schaefer on the field. They may have got a first down, but they, it, it, I'm, I'm, it could be, I could be wrong on that. Nick Schaefer didn't retake the field. No. No, on that drive, no. He did not retake they the field. They had to punt or they went they for They either punted or they went for out. Yeah. Gave a handful of plays left to kiss my outlaws. Yeah. Steve Harper's out, who didn't play well. Not in the first half. Not in the first, no, he, you, he you was come back in the second half. He was fine. Yeah. But... End of the game, throws a beautiful ball to Phil Farnham, who just oh. does Phil Farnham oh. things. Uh, does this thing where he contorts his body to come yeah. back to catch the ball. Back Nonsense. of the end zone, two feet in. It was nasty. Yeah. Come back complete. And yeah. then, and then this was key because that, no, yeah. You know what? It's smart that they didn't go for the onside kick after the first touchdown because you want to give Mangoose the ball Without, without, the Nick, without Nick yeah. Schaefer, yes, that was yes. So it, that it's, was the it's, right call. It's a harder thing for you to stop him. If I mean, there's like a if you're not a quarterback, playing from midfield versus playing from your own end zone is very different, right? Yeah, so. it's a daunting task. And yeah, the the last play of the game, uh, the proverbial just. I'm not liking that, and I'm glad we changed it for the winter season. Uh, but teams with after scoring a touchdown with one play remaining, are and I did it myself, are are going for the onside kick. Yeah. With the last play of the game, and I literally ran it up three yards, so it's not a safety, and I took a knee. Yeah. It sucks, but that's the that's, way the rules. That's one written. of the benefits of having the having saved it, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a game management issue. It's like it's like how you use your timeouts. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. again, for the winter season, it will uh, cost you a timeout. It will cost you a timeout. And you need a timeout to run one. You need a timeout to run one. And if it doesn't count as a play in the final five plays, and if you are unsuccessful, it's what the lingo is, point ball dead. So if it's unsuccessful... You'll get it at the five, for You'll example. get it at the... At or wherever the receiver's like, tackled or whatever. Yeah. So just to go back into the tier three playoffs for a second. So... <laughs> I score and get the extra point convert to go up by one point, 19 to 18 over Blue Dreamers. With one play remaining, I go for the onside kick. It's yeah. a no-brainer. With the new rules in the winter, I would never go for no. an onside kick because it's too risky. It's way too risky. Are you but kidding me? You, you, you have 
all of this comes down to game management. Right? It won't count as a play. And if I don't convert, I give the ball to the Boo Dreamers at, the, at my own five. Yeah. There's it, no way I'm, I'm going for it. Anyways, that, that's back to tier two. Yeah. Yeah. Any <laughs> of the other games leading up to the lower bracket here that we want to talk about, whether it being sweating beers on a miraculous run, going through game changers and then blackouts by one, but then getting caught up by Mangus right at the end. Sweating beers are such a different team when Chris Miard is there. Mm-hmm. It changes wow, the really. Game. Shocker. Um, he was there. Really good. He was there yesterday yeah, against. Yeah. Uh, I'm against just saying Mangu. they look good, right? Like that's that's why they look good throughout the playoff run. Uh-huh. Um, they they gave uh, <laughs> they gave Adam Sinagra fits. Yeah, it was a weird confluence we talked about before. Adam Sinagra asking me for red zone plays, which is, but he's new to FPF, right? It's a different game. But just the optics of that, and 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 you saying that. Adam Sinagra, a Calgary Dino. The most decorated amateur quarterback in, in Canada, his, in Canadian history, basically. Coming to you and asking, <laughs> hey, Pease, do you have a play for the red zone? Is the most FPF flag football thing, yeah. like picturesque thing you could, you could see. And it's cool, it's cool on multiple fronts because, A, it's, it's a dude putting aside his ego saying, like, hey, yeah. this guy knows this game more yeah. than I do. Yeah. And also, again, yeah. the community building, right? Where, mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't think of another scenario where I would have even met Adam Sinagra in my life. You know what I mean? And, like, we just happened to both be there, and, and it, it was cool. And mm-hmm. um, they gave him fits in the red zone. They gave him, they made a hard game for him. Uh, Rocco Cristiano was great in that game against yes, Blackouts. Yes, he yes. Was, he lights was out. pinpoint accurate with his with his balls. Yeah, one of, one of them to the back corner. Uh, there was another one to Chris Miard. Just perfectly placed balls that the Blackouts defense just had no response for. They And, and literally no defense could have had a response. Balls were just... Put on a dime, right? Landing in you know soft uh, like a pillow, landing in receivers' hands on their way to the end zone. But I think I think Mangus was too much of a tall order, for, yeah. For them, they they're just the the ease at which they can score. Uh, Swedenbeer's defense is not great. Um, they weren't quick enough to adapt. Yeah, I I I I knew it because I was scorekeeping it. I, I'm like Thomas Kutu has. Us over 125 yards by now for sure. Yeah, they never 139 three touchdowns. They is nasty. One of the they, most, but the he has is, to be one of the most graceful runners in FPF. Okay, his strides are beautiful. But I'm telling you, a hundred of those yards, piece seven to ten yard sideline hooks. A hundred yards came from that. So and, when, and when they we, had when Andrew, we played against Putin beers, they, they had, had zero adjustments. They had Andrew Carruthers on Thomas Kutsu. That's a mistake. For the entire first half. Finally, in the second half, I see Rocco Cristiano lined up in front of him. And I said, my God, it's about fucking time. Like, what are you guys doing? You're, you're, you're the, the, the most targeted receiver is, is, is not being lined up with one of your best defenders. Who was the matchup on Chris Miard? James Drysdale. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. I, I, I thought it might have been Olivier Siri because Olivier Siri is a really good DB he's also. really great, yeah. But, he but I guess the size the is more of a, an issue. He was playing in the safety. Sorry? He was playing in the safety. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so, yeah. So, look. Th- to me, the Sweat and Beers defense w- unwillingness or too late to adapt to the, the Mangoose offense. And, and this is where I brought it. I mentioned it maybe about 20, 30 minutes ago. They misused, in my opinion, the ex- the onside kick. The scenario is that they're down n- two possessions. They're down nine points or so, maybe ten points at this point. They score a touchdown. There's about, 
I believe it was eight or nine minutes left. I said, this, you need to go for the onside kick right now. I, personally, I would have. Yeah, same. Uh, I believe with Nick Fawn on the sideline, I said, you should think about going for the onside kick. Nick Fawn going onto the field to start his defensive series. And he said, I pers- I maybe I misunderstood him, but he's I, th- I heard him, or the way I understood what he said was, there's it's not under five minutes left in the game. So I'm like, yeah, but irrelevant. that's irrelevant. So what ended up happening was, of course, Mangus takes like six minutes out of the eight minutes off the field and score. You have to assume... Now you have two minutes to score twice. It's exactly what happened. Like, you, nothing showed me that you could stop this Mangus offense. So put yourself in a position to go score for score. Put yourself in a position where you go for the onside kick, if you convert, great. You have another possession. You have a chance now to g- take the lead in the game. You you don't score? Great. You haven't been stopping them anyways. Put them on the midfield. They're only yeah. going to take four four minutes now. Now you can still run your hurry-up offense. Hopefully still get one more. St- uh, you obviously want to score. Get one more stop on defense. And, 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 and you still have a handful of plays on that final drive. I, th- I really feel they mismanaged the use of the onside kick. And it and it burned them. They they gave Mangus the long field. They chewed up six minutes out of the eight. The game was over by by the time they, they touched the ball next. They f- they had to force the ball. They went deep twice. Got picked off by James. Game over. Yeah, that was the game. No, it sure. was it was mismanaged use of the onside kick in my opinion, and the the too late uh, of an adjustment on defense. Do you think the narrative of Mangus feeling slighted in the last round plays into how? The f- how the game turns out. Maybe, but it shouldn't. They should just go there. It's a brand new slate. They were up two scores. They were up two possessions on Kiss My Outlaws, and they let it slip. Yeah. How about this? If they have another two-score lead, they're not letting it slip. Fair. Fair. James has... So we've known this. Mangus, it might be their first final. I think it is. The addition, which I always, I always feel like Mangus always played in a division too high for them. Yes, and then adding fair, James Drysdale was like, oh no, this team is perfect and, in this and, division. And, now. And, and Olivier Suri on on defense, he's been there for a little bit though. I think it's his in second out, or third season. In and out, yeah. Well, he's most more with the all hooks franchise. It's the same, but they're the set, same. Yeah, but but with the Nick Schaefer at, at QB team. Led yeah, those team. two teams are like the Royals. It's a very incestuous uh, relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think their missing piece was in my. Opinion. It was the Suri on defense and the James Drive was Dale both ways, and they're and James. I think especially on offense, he yeah. gives them that extra dimension. That uh, that that because they had complementary pieces to Thomas Kutu, but this one's like a serious yeah. complementary piece. Well, now they're the complementary piece to James Drive. <laughs> yes, exactly. right. They're they're like James felt he was not being double covered, but all eyes were on him, so that another certain route was literally it was wide. It, yeah. Other than the seven to ten hooks, there was another route that. That Kutu runs, and it was open, wide open, all night, all night. So, like, but I'm telling you, 100 yards came from hooks because they were dropped. I don't know what. They were dropping deep on him. He's been running seven-yard hooks. It was infuriating but, to watch. But there's some DBs that just drop. It was infuriating. They just they no, 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 instinctually this drop. Oh, you know? Anyway, let's, let's move on to the one. Yeah, so we're going to get to Tier 1 here. Um, again, is this one of those, like, no surprise type of 
tiers at this point in terms of what's happened. So we have Kangaroos versus Blessed, uh, which happened. Uh, Kangaroos move on. Blessed play Braves. Braves move on after finally getting a little bit of a revenge match there. Now we have Kangaroos and Braves. Which one do you want to start with here for our games? Also, KGP Braves, but I mean... They finally beat them. Every single game, though. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's talk about the... The last blessed Braves game. Yeah. So versus blessed. Yeah. So yeah. so blessed beat Braves in the previous round. Yeah. And talked a lot of shit without Some Joe Mayer there. Some shit. I think a lot considered. Like, did you talk a lot of shit when you when you beat the the uh, Diamond Bougie without no. Russian Bald? No. Well, that's the same thing because they didn't have Joe Mayer. I guess, yes. Okay, fair. And then Bless got smoked by Kangaroos, and then they basically got smoked by Braves. Yeah. Um, well, so Braves are a different team when Joe Mayer is there, man. Like, on both sides of the field, by the way, because okay. Joe Mayer is also a really good defender. So you say this. How, does it change your opinion that Blessed was up 12 nothing in this game? No. No, I mean, like, it's, Bless can keep pace. Bless is a really good team. Keeping pace, twelve nothing is not keeping no, pace. No, I, I get it. But I'm saying they can they can put up like it's keeping pace in the sense of that. Bless started with the ball, right? Bless are what? Bless started with the ball. Uh, probably yeah. Yes. Uh, no, Braves did. Okay, that's more surprising. But two scores, two stops. It's not ridiculous. But Bless are really good. They're uh-huh. they're a well-rounded roster. Um, but <sighs> so the drive started, you know, driving the field. Uh, 12 yards, incomplete, 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 bad snap for a loss of 13. Steve converts in two plays, nine yards, touchdown. Joe Mayer next drive on second down, intercepted by Will Power. Blessed drives the field. It's probably it's probably not a real interception, though, because a lot of guys say Will yes. Power doesn't get real interceptions. I've heard uh, that. Blessed doesn't score on that drive. Okay, that's weird. Gets picked off. By Steve does by Georges Garepi. Mayer responds with a 40-yard bomb to J.D. Chevalier. So it wasn't... Oh, it was 12-6. Okay, and then, and then Bless scored the next try. Yes, sorry, yes, uh, sorry. So it wasn't 12 nothing. it was 12-6. It, it, it wasn't 12 nothing. yes. Uh, okay, but like they're trading scores at that point, right? Yes. Like, trading yes. scores, trading mistakes. Like, that's that's what you expect. So that's what I heard from this. It was the timely or untimely interceptions thrown by Steve Harrod and one of them I saw myself. I'm like, oh, th- that wasn't Steve who threw that ball, right? Because it was a wobbler. It was not one of his finer balls. And I'm like, that wasn't Steve who threw that. And then Marvin. Uh, that was Pease. No, <laughs> I, 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 no, I literally thought it was a double quarterback play and someone else threw yeah, the ball. And Marvin, at, after, at the end of the game, was like, no, that was, that was Steve who threw that pass. I'm like, oh, oh I, I thought it was a double quarterback. You weren't, you weren't scorekeeping that game, I hope. No, I wasn't. <laughs> Thank God. No, no, no. I was <laughs> yeah, scorekeeping no, no. mine, and I was looking across I'm just field. teasing him, just yeah. teasing. But, um, hey, look, 21 for 24 in this game for Steven. That's bad. Yeah. Oh, 18 of 24. No, 21. Oh, three picks, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he throws a catchable ball. But yeah, Steve to throw Steve Harper's had to throw under two hundred yards. That yeah, that's he threw under hundred, but under two hundred is not normal for him. It was only uh, sacked he doesn't once normally turn too. the ball over. But Braves are a really good team. Yes, and yes. Of they're one of these teams again. Course. Once they play you the first time, they learn what you like to do. They they specifically attack it. They make adjustments in the second half. I was surprised they could only put up eighteen. Yeah, though that's that's the without, part of it that's surprising. With, without uh, Serge Pilon. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm surprised. And they put up because again, like my game. Yes, you didn't face Joe Mayer, but you faced the Braves' defense yeah. pretty much. But what's different here is that I don't expect, like in, in your case, I don't expect Nazi de Giatombo, whatever, uh, to change their defense. But Braves will change according, I, to, according to their personnel, according right. to who they have, to what you're trying to do. Uh, you know, I, I don't even actually think Joe played defense at all. And this is a Braves team without J.D. Chevalier, who had a high ankle sprain early in the season. Yes, So. Correct. Yeah, I mean, still, they're still good. Like, they were probably, like, you know, up there as the best roster. I thought the three best rosters coming in were Braves, Kangaroos, and, and, and Blessed. Uh, Braves took a little bit of a hit, but I, the rest of the team was strong enough to carry them. Like, if they lost one more piece, it really hurts them because the roster is kind of a, a thinner roster. Um, but here's, you know, Stephen Harper's learning <coughs> to play in high divisions too, yeah. right? Like, that's part yeah. of... Part the of learning the, curve, yeah. It's it's unfair to expect him to come in and dominate, even though I think oh, he's played yeah. this this fall season. He's been amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they 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 took a beating to to kangaroos as well. Kangaroos, what I meant, uh, this was something I poorly expressed last time I was on the show. Uh-huh. When I said I saw the roster and didn't think they were overwhelming, wasn't didn't mean to say I didn't think they were a great roster. Right. Yeah. I just thought they were like on par with blessed and with with uh, with uh, Braves. With, Break. I got I got to disagree with you, but yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, but the big thing with them is they legitimately don't have a weakness. That's it. Anywhere. Yeah. Um, and you know that that that's a big that's a big thing. And I think this is this is Daniel Zaire's championship to lose. He's like, he's. I don't see a way I, they lose. Like I, I I saw a few of I forget what highlights they they must have been, but probably the there's always someone filming a bit of their games. He was just destroying the defense out, like the the blessed defense. He was slicing and dicing. I wrote to him, he he was he looked method- He looked like a surgeon out there, especially with the deep ball. Like it's his thing. So, but but and it isn't. It isn't the thing. Any is of these guys, da- Dan can, Dan Lazar's thing. He throws a beautiful deep ball. Yeah, probably the nicest in FPS. Yeah, but his ability to set up the deep ball. Yes, but being it. patient. Yeah, he he is this knack. Even though look. We're, we all put in a bit of weight when we stopped major athletics. Yeah. Dan still managed to maintain his athleticism, his his agility, his relative speed. He doesn't. He's not going to burn a rusher, but he can buy time, buy time, and he's he can he has such great pocket awareness that he can buy time. Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. a mobile yeah. quarterback, yeah. as you could tell by his height and tackle. He needed to buy time because he couldn't. Offensive lines were bigger than he was, <laughs> and so he's taken that skill to a new level where he can. Feel the rush coming around him and still keep looking downfield, throw off platform downfield, or check it down, check it down, check it down. Yep. You get infuriated, you step up, and he attacks you over top. He's and, yeah. exactly surgical is the best word to describe Daniel Zara. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and with the receiving core that he that he put up, with yeah. the, you know, Phil Fadon, Jesse Dupuis, Jeans Alexi, well, AJ Gold, and, and him. Like him having Phil Fana also takes him away from Steve Harper's side. Yes, that's <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a piece that hasn't really been replaced in the blast roster. I think if Ble- if Blast had Phil Fana, then we have three really legitimately competitive rosters, yep. right? You yep. know, and and I think Kangaroos might be to your point initially a notch above. Like I don't think they're completely why, blowing yeah. teams out of the water. I, th- I don't think it'll be a blowout between them and Braves, but I think they're they're a touch better. If if JD Chevalier plays, they're closer. For Braves, yeah. Be, yeah, yeah. If yeah, he was yeah. there, they would be closer. Right, right. Yep. Um, is there another game we want to cover here in terms of? Uh, so the final will be Kangaroos Braves. Yep. 
Not necessarily predictable. I thought Bless had a chance to get in there. Um, KGP always has a chance to get yeah. in there. <laughs> yep. But, uh, hey, and KGP lost by a single point. Yes. <laughs> they're they're a single point away from being in this final, basically. So, uh, Bless take on Braves. It's a matchup we all want to see, right? We want to see Joe Murray versus... Kangaroos. Daniel Zara versus, sorry. Uh, Kangaroos. <laughs> I knew who I was talking about. We yeah. want to see Lazara versus... Uh, versus Mayer. Yeah. You know... The volumes between these teams are building, right? Like it's nah. for years we had uh, D boys and 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 finest, mm-hmm. um, and and Br- and Braves were that first team to knock Dan Lazaro off the mountaintop. Like Dan was looking for his first championship, right? And then he lost in that Div Two game against Braves, and they've had this back and forth ever since. And it's so cool to see like. Volume four, or five, or yep. six at this point. It's yep. it's awesome. It yeah, really yeah, is yeah. awesome. I'm really excited for this one, and I believe it's the second game on the docket. We're calling it actually. Yeah, yeah. we're calling the audible. Yeah. So uh, I'm really excited for this one. I I want to see. I who doesn't want to see points and points on points? Yeah. That's what you're gonna get in this game. Is is it is it the proverbial who has the ball last in their hands? Uh, maybe the onside kick. How, how much of that is that's another thing is we've never seen these two in the finals with that mechanic yeah right I so I saw in the play by play Joe Mayer I believe right after his first touchdown used it mm-hmm. try to get an extra possession right immediately will he do that in the final will he use it will he kind of conserve it maybe at the end of uh, a half with four plays remaining you know to not let Dan Lazara touch it with, with four plays for you know blocking a chance from him getting the chance to score and instead getting the Braves to go down the field and then start the second half with the ball again, like get that, that famous Bill yeah. Belichick extra possession. Uh, game management, those final few possessions, the onside kick. It's gonna yeah, because if, 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 if Braves... Well, my guess is Braves will start with the ball. The higher seed... Kangaroo is home. Okay. So yeah. I'm sure yeah. Dan will yes, put them yes, on, yes. on offense to start. Yeah. Um... So I think maybe the best choice is to go for the onside after scoring the first drive if they do. If, uh, yeah, maybe. Because may- it gives them sort of the advantage of the halftime, right? Like of, of getting the ball at half. It's it's hard to know that. The best time to take it is if you just scored, if you're Braves, you just scored, and there's six plays or five plays remaining. Then you go for it. But you but don't if you can get a two-score lead before Donald Zara touches the ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, and I asked Mike Pierce saying, like, what does what does Joe run for for uh, for not for for the, the onside, onside attempt? Because yeah. I was like trying to figure out what I can run, and he said, "I don't know, man. You try to cover George Gary P." <laughs> like he's like <laughs> the guy's a beast. So like he went to one on one, and that's the play. I was like, "All right, cool. <laughs> just ma- just be a man." <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that final. I'm yeah, for that it, final. so does it come down to who has the ball last and is a extra point converts uh, a, a game of converts here? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That was a question. So thank. Oh, you. sorry. What was your question? I thought I was setting up games of the week already. Is it? Is but I it mean, that's 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 usually what it is, though, right? Yes. It's yeah. if neither quarterback makes a mistake, it's a clock management game and last possession or maximizing possessions. If one quarterback makes a mistake, that's the game. That's usually what ends up happening here. Unless we get one of those, was it uh, Kevin Wyeth who threw a pick six in one of the games and then went yes. three touchdowns back to back with two extra point conversions just to bring himself yeah. back into it? Essentially, yeah, like that—that's the only time I've ever seen in a final, especially where you go down early and you manage to catch yourself back up at the end. 
I think I think who can the defense can who can force the turnover will will be the advantage. I think that's kangaroos. I think it might be. Yeah, I think it might be. Yeah. This honestly, it's, I, having seen how the whole season played out, having seen how Dan Lazara used this roster, it's it's kangaroos championship to lose. I think so. I I really strongly believe that. The the he put up. He just looked like he was playing Madden out there. And he barely threw to A.G. Gomes last week. Yeah, yeah. Barely. Like he doesn't... That's what I'm saying. Like, the receiving core he created... It, it, they it, fit perfectly for what he wants to it, do. It's perfect. It's Who sense. is A.J. Gomes? No, wait, that's the wrong person. That's, that's not Andre Knights. Yeah. Um, so Somehow Mo Kong came into this. What? Indirectly. How so? Andre Knights. I don't know. You've, you've no, there mentioned was a, it. Someone okay. asked at oh, one point who's Andre Knights, and then they put together like a highlight video. It's old. <laughs> it's pre pre P's uh, era of FPS, so it never happened. Okay, it's flat Earth. Um, hey, so you know, like we talk about how you dig a hole to China, right? Like if you yeah. dig a hole through the Earth, yes. like you can't do it obviously because it's the core and yes. science. But do flat Earthers think that you could dig a hole to space? <laughs> yeah, you just fall to oblivion. Yeah, all right, cool. Okay. Let's get started. All right. Let's get started. Games of the week. The very last time we're going to do this for the Fall Cup. Yeah, the very are. last time we're going to do this for 2022. And going into this, uh, I believe neither of you are good at these picks. That's I what pick we've proven heart. this year. I, pick, uh, I do what my heart tells me. I used to keep tally of that. Maybe I bring that back. You should. Yeah. I was usually the winner of those, by the way. Because you manipulated the uh, scores. Absolutely. It was my Excel <laughs> spreadsheet. To I'm manip- putting the work. To I'm going to win. <laughs> all right. We're going to go in the same order we covered all the divisions today. We're going to start with the women's final, which will be Sunday, December 4th at 6 o'clock in Lachine. We have the Brutes versus Vortex. So this game is being called by Alexis Dubois and Lori Willette. Nice. Awesome. I am going to go... I'd like to. I'd like to. I love Mo Lacasse. I love the whole team. Laurence Pombrin, amazing red zone threat. We talked about We talked about all the reasons they should win. Yes. There's one reason they shouldn't win. And his name is Mo Khan. <laughs> Mo Khan loves them. I got to hate them. Give me Vortex. I'm going to do it. Listen, I just got to be right one time. Living and dying I on this got, hill. Yeah. <laughs> Live by the Vortex, die by the Vortex. That's the thing. That's all a right, thing. All right. All right. We're going to go co-ed here. For this one, it's actually going to be a triple pick. Yeah. We're going to start off with our semifinal lower bracket game, which is Sunday at 4.30. This will be Easy Fun versus Y&Y. Um, Y&Y should never get a championship. Let's go Easy Fun. I think Easy Fun wins this one. All I think right. So. We gave the analysis before, so... And easy then fun. our final is going to be on Monday, December oh, 5th. Oh, calling that. Sorry. Oh, no, no. Sorry. That's the. Uh, yeah. 9-10 at Stade de Montréal will be Let Petit Fuck versus potentially Easy Fun. Well, let's go. Let's pick for each scenario. Yeah, that's what I'm going to yeah. do. So easy. Let's go with that one first. Okay, the one easy Fun, le, le Petit Fuck. I'll go, yeah. Le Petit Fuck. Eagle. And in the darkest timeline. Well, are you going to pick it? He piece? doesn't. We, he did. Oh, I did. Hear easy oh, I am sorry. I didn't even hear you. Okay. And then, yeah, LPP versus Y&Y being the other possibility. Darkest here. timeline. Unfortunately, Y&Y wins the championship. I, I, I agree with you there. I, I see Y&Y winning so that So you agree to the darkest timeline? The, uh, that too. There we go. Peas and Iggy in the, <laughs> in the morning. Nice. Nice. All right. <laughs> Tier 4. Monday, December 5th, 10, 10 p.m. at Stade de Montréal. We have... Oh, wait. Sorry. The, the co-ed game is being called by... 
Mo. N- no. Yeah, Koi's Monday. Yes, Mo yes. and Iggy. All right, and oh, then for okay. tier four, we have oh, okay. oh, no working. Monday, 10-10, Stade de Montréal, Penetrators versus Save the Turftles. Ah. Yeah. Penetrators <sighs> have won two. I think it's hard to beat a team three times. Mr. Chung is as smart a player as I know. It's going to be tough, but oh, give me Save the Turftles. SFT. You know what? This game's going to overtime. And my winner, you can find out in my article. Boo! All right, we're going to go tier three. So wait a second. Call it, call it that game is more Iggy. Look, Iggy didn't know his assignment until just now, so. Surprise! At least you don't have to talk too much. Mo's going to carry you, so you're good. All right, we're going to go tier three. Sunday, December 4th at 9.40 p.m. at Lachine. We have Kiss My In-Laws versus Dime and Bougie. You pick. I can't pick it. <laughs> Coward. Uh, <laughs> Fair. Diamond, Diamond Bougie get their quarterback back. Um, <gasps> it's a lot of backs. Uh, but Iggy's got back. Um, and I like I like what you did against your defense last time. I don't think they're changing their defense. Um, I think it's just going to be a battle of athletes. And I think Iggy's experience wins out at quarterback. So uh, give me Kiss My In-Laws by f- five points. Not 50. Okay, KB we're going to go... You want to talk about the who's broadcasting this game? Broadcasting this game. Which one, which one is it? Tier 3. It's, it's Pease you. and Simon Dagenet. Back from the grave. Oh, that's a blast from the past right yeah. there. Boom. It will be the least professional of the broadcasts. Well, nice. you say that because there's another broadcast with you and Simon. And that's our oh, tier... We're, we're going to make that one worse on purpose. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> tier 2, Sunday, December 4th at 8.30 in Lachine, we have Kiss My Outlaws versus Mangoose. Rematch. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I want to pick Kiss My Outlaws so bad because they're my boys. I love them. I think there's something about Mangoose this year, and I was impressed by how well they played defensively yeah. against them last time, which I did not expect because I, yeah. I didn't think much of their defense this season, to be honest. They improved as the season went on, and I think the narrative plays the opposite way. I think it energizes them. I think Nick Schaefer is going to play with a little bit of a chip on the shoulder. And that's a tall shoulder. Just one of them. He's got like a... Make a the balance. official pick. I did. Mangoose. There you go. If he does, he better not get an OC. Man, this one... This, this has the potential to go overtime as well. This one's not in my article because I don't write... Pick it, you coward! Kiss my outlaws by. By the way, I may one. change. I may change my picks for the uh, for in, the article. Sometimes overtime. as I'm writing it, I convince myself. Yeah. Overtime win though. Kiss my outlaws. Let's do it. All right, and our broadcasters are Peas and Simo. And our last game. I mean, technically, it's one of our firster games. The first. um, but it's oh, yeah. different order. Tier one, Sunday, December fourth at seven ten p.m. in Lachine. We have the number one Kangaroos versus the number two Braves. I think it was two. I think we did an unnecessary amount of analysis on this game already, so let's just make the picks. I'm going to go Kangaroos. Yeah, I think it's Kangaroos' championship to lose. Kangaroos. All right. If there's one of the games that you think is the one that people should be tuning into, which one do you think it is? And why? Why can they tune in? 
because we're going to be broadcasting this online live on our Facebook page. So you can go ahead and tune in and stream it. YouTube? Uh, probably Facebook because YouTube, the streams aren't the same. But anyway, we'll get there. We'll, uh, we'll one, pick a platform, we'll tell you where it is, and we'll ship it. Yeah. One game to uh, kiss my outlaws, my goose. That one's nasty. I kind of like that one. Yeah, um, yeah I like... Kangaroos? No, because we've seen that a bunch. So, like, I kind of like the up-and-coming forever battle of Save the Turtles and Penetrators. I feel like that's going to be a rivalry yeah. for years to come. Yeah. And I like the way Vortex is going to make me look good. So, Vortex and uh, and Britain and Women's, to be honest. Yep. All right, and that brings us to the end of our show. Um, as a kind of a final sign-off from my end, thank you all for dealing with our technical glitches this year. And by that, I mean when Iggy had to act as producer <laughs> for one show. Um, thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate your audience and everything you do to make this show fun for us to produce. And let us know your feedback for this Fall Cup season. The yeah. double elimination yep. format is something we thought of as like a neat way of making it into a true tournament and making the regular season matter. And as we're seeing for our final results, those teams that had a matchup in the upper bracket are getting some matchups again in the finals because of that double elimination process. So the rivalries are heating up in this Fall Cup. So Love let us it. know if you like it, what you'd like us to change. All um, of that, by the way, everything. was Eagle's idea and not Alexis. Yeah, C correct. So, just to be clear, because I, I loved it. Eagle said louder. I thought it was fun. I had a lot of fun. Really I had fun. less fun in tier two. Um, yeah. Yeah. Joke, joking though, because honestly, great group of guys. I had a, I had a blast every week showing up. I didn't enjoy showing up in the cold so much. Um, At my house? No, well, no, I enjoyed that. But I'm saying when we played in the cold. Oh, in the cold. Yeah. Yeah, that was less fun. But it was fun. I got to be I got to be roommates with Iggy for a season. Yeah. <laughs> I got to um, I got to uh, have a good time with with good friends. Um, it was a fun fun environment. I love the tournament feel. I loved it. Um, it was awesome. We need more indoor games for next fall, though. Yes. That's the only the only criticism I have. Which, if that's your criticism, feel free to send Please that to me. Please send it. Yeah. Um, so. For the last time this season, Iggy, thank you for joining me. Well, we'll do that. We'll do that during the broadcast for sure. But thanks for joining me on Call of the Audible for the last time this season. Thanks for having me, Eagle. Thank you for all the work you've done. For everyone who's been involved, for Jeremy, for Lori, uh, for uh, Mo, the, the Mo Khan, obviously. <laughs> well, Mo barely worked this season, to be honest. Our scorekeepers, uh, all the people that work to keep the back end up, Joey, Carlo, I guess. Um, all like we have an immense team that most people will never know um, the referees but mostly the community thank you guys for making everything what we do worthwhile and most of all I want to thank you all for letting me be myself Put the place up. Yeah, we know